Hey, this is Jonathan Little, and this is the John 427 Podcast. It is Monday, July 15th, 2019. Um, Somebody asked me a long time ago, uh, before I started to walk from Oklahoma to uh, the West, um, they said, how are you going to do this? You don't have any money. You can't do this. And I didn't have any money. Uh, I had paid my child support and a few other bills, and then I was broke. And um, I loaded up my carts, and I got lined up and ready to go. And I had, I think I had $42. So that was something. And when I went out, um, I had made a decision that I didn't care about any idea of what could stop me, whether it was weather or my fitness or um, anything in the road or not having money. I just made a decision because everything was very simple. I was going to walk forward and I thought, you know, all these things could happen, but most of them, unless like a truck hit me and broke my legs, nothing was going to stop me from just moving forward because I had made a choice. And as scary as it was, as big of a thing as it was, I just had to make a choice to move forward. I I know a lot of people, they want to change their lives. I my one of my friends um she she is so scared of everything she's scared of going back to school she was scared to get a divorce she was scared to leave her ex-husband um she was scared to date again she was scared to switch jobs and look for a better job and time after time um I've encouraged her to just make a move, you know, uh, for the divorce. You know, she had been to an attorney before, many times before, without having got a divorce. And she finally was able to go and and file the papers. And then she had this this piece of paper that just needed to be signed by her ex-husband. And a moment came when she was ready to get this paper signed to free her from this abusive divorce. I mean, this abusive marriage. And um, she was at the house and she was alone with this guy. And I was terrified because I, I had heard and been told by the people that he had hurt her so many times before. He had put her in the hospital before. And when... Um, that day came, my thought was like, this guy's going to fucking kill her. And I begged her to let me come and, and stand beside her to make sure she's safe. And she said, no, I'm, I'm going to do this. And, um, what happened was I went and took a nap and, uh, I'd worked the night before and, I woke up at noon and I tried to call her and I couldn't get her on the phone and 
tried to call again, tried to call again, and I started to get frantic, and I was about to call the police, and then she called me back. She was crying, and she said that that when she tried to get him to sign the papers, he wouldn't. He, he tried to tear the papers up. He tried to take them away from her and tear the papers up, and she said that he, he beat her up. And I remember I got so mad, I just, I wanted to kill him. And I hopped in the car and I drove over as fast as I could. I, I got there and she was in the house and she was crying. And I came in there and she had like red areas on her arms and on her neck and her face. And... Her glasses were broken. They'd been twisted and the frames were all ruined. And I was just so happy that she was still alive. And I held on to her. And I thank God that, you know, this didn't go too far so that my friend wasn't alive anymore and um, I asked her if she was okay and she cried and she said that she was and I didn't I was afraid that she would would be too scared to continue on but she wasn't Um, I was (laughs) I wanted to get a hold of that man real bad but he ran away because he's a coward and he hid and we gave him an ultimatum that we get these papers signed today or he goes to jail so he sent out uh, a woman to come and get the divorce papers and he she took these papers to him and he signed the papers and sent them back with that woman And that woman, who was a friend of his, tried to... Tried to be really casual about what had happened. That this man who... Who stood before God and promised to take care of this woman... Had instead beat her numerous times and tried to break her spirit. And had maybe planned to kill her on that day and he ran away like a coward and uh, she got these papers signed and this woman tried to defend him and I walked up to this woman and I said you know you ought to be ashamed of yourself for standing up for this guy and she said I didn't I didn't know the whole story, which, <laughs> what what reason would there be for a man to beat his wife like that? Kick her while she's on the ground. To choke her. What reason? She took the papers to the courthouse, and she got a judge to sign them, and then she was free. And when I saw that, I thought, well, nothing 
nothing is going to stop this woman from being happy now. She's passed over the peak of this mountain and, and it's going to be easy coasting downhill now. She can go and start a new life. She can date. She can lose weight. She can exercise. She can watch whatever she wants to on TV. She can switch jobs. She can spend time with her kids. But that isn't what happened. What happened was she continued to be afraid of this man. When she's alone, she looks out the window before she goes outside. At nighttime, she she locks three locks on her door. And she hides from him. And sometimes he comes and he terrorizes her. Or he terrorizes the kids. And... I asked her to call the police. I asked her to stand up for herself. And I don't know... I don't know how many people listening to this have dealt with domestic violence. It's different than, say, being robbed on the street. Because at one point, you have not just known your attacker... You probably have loved your attacker. You've probably loved that person that stops you from being who you want to be. That stops you from enjoying your life. That stops you from growing. And puts you in a perpetual state of fear. That makes you question every decision you make. That makes you question your past. Makes you question your memories. Makes you question your happiness. just makes you question your whole life I see her struggling every day and I don't know what it is about each day that she can't overcome because she goes back to that mindset on the other side of the mountain when she was too afraid to just leave. I feel like it would be simple for her to just say, I've gone through hell and I came out. So I can walk into that office and sign up for a class. I can walk into that building and fill out an application. Because nothing is going to be as hard as doing what I've what I've done. But she doesn't do it. I've asked her a few times and I I've heard the answer a few times and I still don't understand it. But she tells me that she's afraid. That's what stops her. Fear. Is there anything in your life that you're afraid of? Those same things. Going for a better job. 
going for a better relationship or going for better health? What's stopping you from taking that first step out? What are you afraid of? You've probably already dealt with the worst part of it. I know for me, I can look back because I took that step and I've, I've crossed the mountains, I've crossed the desert. So I would say, <laughs> my son just opened the door. I would say, just go. Don't be afraid. Don't look at all your reasons not to. Just go. You have nothing to lose. Thank you. Goodbye. What was that? Mm.